Welcome to Creepy Cases and Spooky Spaces. I'm your host, Cassie Opea. You can find new episodes every Friday on your favorite podcast platform. And don't forget to follow along on Instagram and Facebook for all future updates at creepycases.spookyspaces. Due to the nature of this show, some of the details can get pretty graphic, so listener discretion is advised. For my first episode, I wanted to kick off with a location that has always been at the top of my bucket list. This spooky space located in San Jose, California is now a museum open to the public, but at one point in time, it was home to one of the most mysterious women to ever grace its halls. This is the story of the Winchester Mystery Mansion. So let me begin by introducing you to Sarah Winchester. Sarah Lockwood Pardee was born in New Haven, Connecticut on September 1st in 1839. Now, while I couldn't find much about her early life, all accounts say she was a highly educated socialite who was well-liked among her peers. In 1862, Sarah wed William Wirt Winchester, the only son of Oliver Winchester, who was the founder of the Winchester Repeating Arms Company. The couple had one daughter, Annie, in 1866, who sadly passed away six weeks after birth from Marasmus. If you're unfamiliar with marasmus, it is a protein deficiency which inhibits digestion of food properly, and it was pretty difficult to treat at the time. So Annie became very malnourished and, despite all efforts, passed away. After William died of tuberculosis in 1881, leaving Sarah a widow, She claimed she felt herself cursed because of all the tragedy that seemed to follow her. Now, this is where a lot of the mystery begins. Sarah said she was haunted by the ghosts of those who were killed by the Winchester repeating arms, and upon visiting a psychic, she was told the only way to evade the spirits was to move out west, buy a home, and build. To never stop building. So with her newfound inheritance of $20 million, which equals $529 million today, 50% ownership of the company, and her $1,000 daily income, Sarah picked up her entire life and headed west to San Jose, California, where she purchased Lenata Villa. Lenata Villa was an eight-room farmhouse 
and she began the longest home renovation, stopping only when she passed away in 1922. For 36 years, it is said that construction went on 24 hours a day, seven days a week. What now sits in the former Lenata Villa lot is a majestic 24,000 square foot, 160 room mansion, showcasing 10,000 windows, 2,000 doors, 52 skylights, 47 stairways and fireplaces, 40 bedrooms, 17 chimneys, 13 bathrooms, and six kitchens. And right in the middle of it all is a seance room. It's been said that Sarah would spend hours in the seance room where she would advise with friendly spirits on how to construct the home to keep the menacing spirits at bay. They say that she built the house as a maze to keep those spirits from finding her and she would actually sleep in a different room every night. A lot of the designs of the home were quite ahead of their time, such as a cabinet that opens into a hive of 30 hallways that lead into other rooms of the home. Some designs are wonders in themselves, such as windows that open into hallways, stairwells that lead into the ceilings, and doors that lead into walls. One door will actually have you take a 15-foot drop into the garden below, and another will have you cascade eight feet into a kitchen sink. Marvelous Tiffany stained glass windows were placed where they will get no light, and there are more secret passageways than Hogwarts Castle itself. Sarah was also said to have quite an obsession with the number 13, and this shows in some of the designs of the home. 13 panels on windows, 13 notches on doors, 13 pegs for your clothes in the closet, and hallways with 13 ceiling panels. In 1906, a massive earthquake hit California, causing the top three floors of the home to fall, bringing extensive damage to the four below. Sarah actually took this as a sign that she was getting too close to being finished with construction and holding on to that fear that she would die when that happened. She sealed that room up and built around it. The area of that house has since been reopened and you can still see the damage today. There's talks that Paranormal activity is still alive and well in the halls. Some say that employees who worked for Sarah decided to stay on after their deaths. Footsteps can be heard going to and from her bedroom. Could it be the servants still taking care of Mrs. Winchester? An apparition with black hair is frequently seen pushing a wheelbarrow around the garden grounds. A present-day employee says that he encountered an apparition in the Hall of Fires, named for its many fireplaces.
He said that one day, working on a task atop a ladder, he felt a tap on his shoulder, only to turn and find no one there. Needless to say, he got out as quickly as he could and spent the rest of the day working on other tasks. Going back to that 1906 earthquake, Sarah Winchester was actually trapped in a room until workers could get her out safely. Deeply shaken by this, she had the room sealed off and it stayed that way until 2016 when they reopened it and added it to the home tours. One tour guy says that during a history lesson in the room, all the visitors were gathered looking at the objects that had been locked away for over a hundred years when she heard a deep sigh out in the hallway. Thinking that a visitor may have gotten lost, she peeked her head out to invite them in, only to find no one but a small apparition turning the corner at the end of the hall. Curious, she followed, only to find nobody there, but was welcomed with another deep sigh. Perhaps Sarah Winchester took refuge in this, in this room that was sealed away, and now that the now that the tourists are able to visit, she has to find another place to go. Of course, I can't show you here, but there are rumors that there have been ghosts showing themselves in video footage and photographs. So it's said that if you ever visit the home, make sure you double check any photography or videography that you take before deleting. Now, I think what intrigues me the most is why Sarah Winchester, who was such a social butterfly, would actually be so influenced by a psychic that she would uproot her entire life cut herself off from family, friends, and basically the entire world to live alone apart from her servants and the construction workers and spend 36 years of her life and $5 million to construct this mansion. Did the deaths of her daughter and husband cause her to have a mental break? Did she actually fear that she would die once construction was finished? Did she really think that building a maze would keep spirits at bay? And did construction really go on 24 hours a day, seven days a week for 36 years? Tell me your thoughts. You can send me a message by hitting the message button on the podcast page. You can email me at creepycases.spookyspaces at gmail.com. Or if you're following me on Instagram and Facebook, you can totally send me a message there. Sarah Winchester passed away 
on September 5th, 1922, from heart failure. Now, needless to say, I think we can all agree she left quite a legacy and quite a mystery. While there's no personal journal or any account of her own, we will never be fully in on the secrets. I think we can all agree that uh, Sarah is quite the woman, was quite the woman, so much so that there are many books on the on her and the Winchester Mansion and the history of the home. There's also a musical that I will definitely be checking out called The Haunting of Winchester. In 2016, there was an opera by the name of Sarah Winchester Opera Fantôme. And in 2018, there was a motion picture by the name of Winchester starring Helen Mirren that gives quite a different take so much so on why Sarah did what she did. I mean, it follows the basic history, but there is a little bit of a twist that I won't give away. Sarah may no longer be with us, but we still have the absolute gorgeous mansion that she spent a good portion of her life building. Creepy Cases and Spooky Spaces with Cassiopeia is an Ink and Memory production. Content researched and written by Cassiopeia. Audio editing done by Ink and Memory Productions. You can find new episodes every Friday on Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartMedia, or your favorite podcast platform. If you'd like to join the discussion, recommend a creepy case or a spooky space, or join me on a future episode to discuss all of the above, you can reach out through the anchor.fm podcast page. You can send me a message on Instagram and or Facebook at creepycases.spookyspaces, or you can send me an email at creepycases.spookyspaces at gmail.com. If you'd like to help support the podcast, always appreciated, you can do so through the anchor.fm podcast page. <laughs>